Hi. How are you, Mel? <laughs> I never know if it's actually going to record. I just live in this like fear yeah. that it'll won't. I, I always check. Yeah. To make sure. Because one time when I was a young journalist, I interviewed a band. It was like the Eagles or like an old dad rock. Yeah. And I was talking to this guy for a while. It was when I worked at Foxtel magazine. It was just like a little feature for their TV yeah. guide. And then I looked down. I'd be talking to him for about 10 minutes and I hadn't pressed record. Oh, <laughs> I was just, the, I was the just like, oh. and then I just started frantically like writing down everything I could remember. Luckily, yeah, he was yeah. old. So he just went on and on and on. Yeah. So while he was answering a question, I had to go back through my memory and remember the past three questions yeah. and write whatever I could remember. <laughs> Who's your favourite interview, do you reckon, that you've done? Yeah, mine was Emma Stone, actually. Oh, and amazing. she, I said, oh, sorry, I'm double fisting um, dictaphone. <laughs> she loved it. She was like, double fisting. Yeah. She was, we did the Tim Tam Slam together. We amazing. wasted like five minutes of my 15-minute interview doing that, <laughs> but it was worth it because like she was great. She was really nice. I feel like Vance Joy, I've interviewed him three times now. Yeah. Which is weird <laughs> that he's not my boyfriend, yes, frankly. he's so beautiful. Considering we've met three times. Yeah. Um, but the first, <laughs> every interview has been really weird. Like two were video. Yeah. One, my first one was when I was at Girlfriend and it was a phoner and I was obsessed with him. Yeah. And I remember like being so nervous that I went off on this weird tangent talking about <laughs> you went he was on in a America. Tangent? Me? I don't believe on a it. tangent? Can you believe? But it was like, we we're talking about America. He was in America. Yeah. And it was somewhere weird, like in the middle, like middle America somewhere. And I'd mm. been on road trips there and I was like, oh yeah, like you should go do this or do that. And I was like giving him, I was like Miss America tipsy <laughs> McGee, like <Yeah. laughs> just like some fucking travel tipsy agent. Tipsy McGee. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was like, honestly, cause I was so anxious mm. and we were like having a conversation that felt casual and comfortable. Yes. 10 minutes went by and we had a 15 minute interview. So then I had to be like, shit. Okay. So yeah, your album and this and that. (laughs) Who's your celebrity crush? (laughs) Who's your celebrity crush? (laughs) Um, And then, yeah. And then the other two were videos. And again, the first. The the, second though. That one that we did. Because there was one with with girlfriend where I was like anxious as fuck. And I had this sweat moustache the whole time. And didn't you touch him or he touched you? Yeah, he touched my back. He was, we were laughing about something and then he touched my back in like (laughs) a friendly gesture of like, ha ha. Yes. Friend. And on the video, you can pinpoint the moment where he's touched my back and I've like lost my mind. My eyes just like your face look starts crazed. melting. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like laughing in this high pitch, like <laughs> he so is amazing. really beautiful. Yeah. Anyway, um, I was actually gonna say, let's just like cut the zest short because this is look how long that is. It's like a oh, hundred. Fuck, Mel's holding up an encyclopedically long <laughs> bit of research. You I put a story up today because Mel was like, I could do this in half an hour. And I knew what she was doing and I was like, "Mm mm-hmm. And then I looked over and she was was looking at a site that said CIA. She was a Wikipedia page for the CIA. And I'm like, what have you done, Mel? (laughs) What shit have you gotten yourself into this week? I do want to just say two weeks until the live show. Yes. It's on the 3rd of May. It's a Friday night. It's at a place that serves alcohol. Yeah. It's $20. We've sold a shitload of tickets. We're actually yes. getting to the pointy end now, yes. which is wild for us. So if you haven't got – if you're just kind of doing that thing where you're like, oh, I'll get one eventually, mm. no. um, buy tickets now. It's at Giant Dwarf in Redfern, which is in Sydney. Sorry to non-Sydney people. But if you are a Sydney person and you love the podcast, come along. Even if you just kind of like it. Come by yourself. There's a bunch of people – meeting yep. at a pub beforehand that are all Nigel's going by themselves. Mm-hmm. So you can go with them or you can not. 
and just go by yourself. Yeah. Um, but please come along and like come meet us afterwards. We'll yeah. be like drunk and zesty. We'll totally be drunk. I'll and be zesty. so drunk to get through public speaking. Yeah. Um, but yes, that's my little PSA reminder before yes. we go into this huge case that Mel's spent minutes researching. <laughs> so many minutes. Can I crack my Easter egg? You can crack, crack your Easter Oh yeah, happy Easter everybody. Happy Easter. It's past now it's that Easter this is Tuesday. up. Whatever. <laughs> Baby Jesus has died and then oh. been reborn. Oh, there we go. Wow, you just totally fucked up my earphones of the... Oh, <laughs> I can't hear myself now. <laughs> Sorry. She, she banged it so hard. It was hard a very thick my... egg. It's a lint one. Do you want some? No, I'm quite good on that front. Um, anyway, yeah, so I am doing mm-hmm. Pine Gap. Mm. It was a last minute decision made at 7am this morning, mm-hmm. I think, uh, <laughs> and researched within about 45 minutes, mm. which this is multiple times this has happened where I've picked something that's not really super grim. Yes. But I mean, Pine Still Gap is detailed, but like, you know, like the Mackay murder is partly grim. Someone yeah. died. It's very sad that he died, but it's also the mafia is involved. So yeah. Zesty, but both times, mm. I think it's going to be cut and dried. Yeah. This happened, this happened, this happened, the end. Here's some fun shit around it. Mm. Bada bing, we're done. This time, again. <laughs> You're on the CIA site. I'm like. on the fucking, within minutes I was on the CIA site. ASIO are going to show up. From bloody the, I know. Pull you away. Well, then so many weird things happened to me while I was researching. Oh. The internet went out like five times. <gasps> yeah. Um, then I couldn't get access to my document for like 30 yes. minutes because the password changed yeah. to my account. So I actually think it wouldn't even at all surprise me if they were tracking what I was doing. Are they listening to us right now? Definitely. They would have a <laughs> ping on Pine Gap for sure <laughs> on anything. Uh, but look, all my information has come from some weird places, which I'll now, that's a perfect time to read yes. out all my sources. So three proper articles. One from The Intercept, which is ABC related from 2017 by Ryan Gallagher. One from the Sydney Morning Herald from 2013 by Philip Dawling. And one from the New York Times from 2017 by Jackie Dent. Then we get into some weird shit because obviously there's conspiracies involved, which I'm going to talk to you about soon. Listverse 2018, Marcus Lauth. (laughs) The Universal Seduction by Christy Verismo an excerpt that I found on some weird website <laughs> and stillness in the storm website and 2013 article by Justin Deschamp. So that will come right. into play later. But basically I wanted to do this because I fucking love conspiracies. As mm. you know, uh, my favorite one that I guess kind of, I must've been thinking about this and then I segued into Pine Gap was Jade Helm 15, which I'm going to tell you a little bit about. Basically it was this military exercise thingy across the United States that happened in 2015. Uh, It's very complex, but the nuts and bolts of it was that they got a bunch of military troops to assume roles of either an occupying or resistance force. It was kind of like a little play thing. Like a... Kind of like like an exercise. Yeah, like a little game. Right. But obviously not a game. Like a training exercise? Yes. Like when people do mock court? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right. Like mock trial. Mock trial. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But so it was supposedly meant to be a way to improve forces for some sort of national security strategy. It all sounds very like aligning synergies bullshit. Oh, they were leveraging leveraging their assets (laughs) and uh, and uh, segueing into a synergistic, holistic approach. Yes. Yep. Anyway. To become part of that ecosystem. Yes. Our boss said ecosystem today in a Amazing. meeting. So I made a mental note of the pedestrian ecosystem. 
<laughs> so good. It's so good. Just say the workplace. I know. Why the company. We? Why do we? <laughs> uh, but anyway, obviously the vagueness yes. of that whole thing. Because what is that's that? That's absolute bullshit. I don't know what yeah. any of that means. So that spawned conspiracies. Yes, of course. Uh, there's heaps of them, but some of the ones I liked were that <laughs> it's a psychological operation aimed at getting people used to seeing military forces on the streets so that when a real invasion or military takeover happens, they're conditioned to it. Yes. So like you're just so used to seeing people wandering around yeah. doing military shit that then suddenly it turns into, oh, we're actually controlling you all, but for real this time. But they're like, cool. That's fine because everyone's been doing this. Yeah, Yeah. right. Uh, Another great one, very American, military (laughs) operation to seize people's guns. Oh. They want my guns. (laughs) You're not taking my guns. Don't take my guns. (laughs) (laughs) It was in Texas too, so I feel like this place. It's Texas. My florist has a gun. (laughs) My gun. Anyway, uh, then the best, best, best one Mm. involves abandoned Walmart. So apparently there's all these (laughs) abandoned Walmarts around. I don't know. Really? Yeah. The thing is I actually heard about this from a date, a guy that I went on like a handful of dates with last year, right? And Sounds like a real time. It was a time. (laughs) And and he told me about this and then he told me more about the Walmarts but I couldn't find this information online. But basically what I remember from our drunk conversation was (laughs) (laughs) that there were like this – like just an abnormal amount of abandoned mm-hmm. Walmarts. So his conspiracy sprang up that they were being used by the military to stockpile supplies for Chinese troops who would then be arriving to disarm Americans. So this idea that like the behind the right. Walmart's walls were all these like all the guns? guns that were they were taking <laughs> off people apparently. And then all these Chinese people why? Uh, it's coming always the in. Chinese. They took Harold Holt, remember? It's always the Chinese. Apparently then they're just gonna come in somehow. Mm. And they're going to get the guns and then that's the end. It's so that's it's crazy. so wild. But it's always, I just feel like the best conspiracies are either around aliens or the military. Mm-hmm. And if you can combine the two. The two, yeah. That's the sweet spot. fingers, mm-hmm. sweet spot. And we've got that here in spades. Oh, so It's beautiful. But before I get down there, mm. uh, Pine Gap is like commonly known as Australia's Area 51. Mm-hmm. Uh, not commonly, but, you know, there's like, it's a thing people say. I yeah. don't know. It's our equivalent. Yes, it's just a mysterious base and mm-hmm. no one 100% understands what it's being used for. Uh, it's a US satellite surveillance base slash Aussie Earth Station. I looked up Earth Station. I don't know. I don't understand. It's 18 kilometres <laughs> outside of Alice Springs in the Northern Territory, which isn't far. That's like 18, 18 It's like 10-minute yeah. drive yeah. from the big, one of the – I think it's the second biggest town in – the Northern Territory, which would make sense as Darwin. Mm. And then I'm pretty sure it's then Alice and then it would be Catherine probably. Yeah. So Alice Springs, for anyone that doesn't know, is like smack bang middle of Australia. So it's mm. right in the desert. It's a weird town. Yes. I've been there. I spent quite a bit of time there in my trip and it's sort of – it's pretty cool. I really liked it. It was one of my top places I would live aside from Sydney. It's really? Just, it's got a good vibe. There's like a big – um Lots of hospital workers and that sort of thing. There's a big hospital there, obviously, because it's yeah. the second biggest place and yeah. it's in the middle of the desert. Yeah. Uh, it's The climate's good. It's hot but dry heat. Oh, and the good. Nights you know cool. I hate humidity. Yeah, no. It's the driest place. You would love it. You would love it. <laughs> um, really beautiful national parks yeah. around. Um, it's just an interesting place. Like, obviously, red dirt. Mm. It's just kind of like a cool, super Australian kind of place, but... 
Wow, that was such an aside on like the tiniest point on my first page. And you're page. still on the first fucking page. I know. So the name, in 1988, it was officially the Joint Defence Facility Pine Gap, but previously it was misleadingly known as Joint Defence Space Research Facility because uh, they were kind of originally telling everyone it was for space right. research, but it wasn't. Oh, fucking liars. I know. Um, it's run in part by the CIA. Oh. That's why you're on the side. Yep. The NSA, which is the US National Security Agency, and the mm-hmm. NRO, which is the National Reconnaissance Office. So the NRO kind of deal with satellite intelligence. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spying the, on people. Yeah. The NSA do global monitoring, collection, and processing, processing of information and data for foreign and domestic intelligence and counterintelligence purposes, basically spying on people. They're spying on people. <laughs> and the CIA are tasked with gathering, processing, and analyzing national security information from around the world, primarily through, primarily, through the use of human intelligence. So I, it's essentially just like every fucking spy thing yeah, that the America everyone has. Spying it's here. On people, yeah. We're here. It's yeah. a little smorgasbord of spying. <laughs> smorgasbord of spying. <laughs> Come to Pine Gap with a smorgasbord we of spying. We won't look at you, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, so according to that Intercept article that I mentioned before, the official inverted commas cover story mm. was that it was to support the national security of both the US and Australia. The facility contributes to verifying arms control and disarmament agreements and monitoring military developments, which, look, when we get into it is partly true. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think that they're necessarily lying. I just think that there's more shit going on than they're yes, kind of telling us. Yes, that's the party line. It's like, a, it's like a blanket statement, yeah. you know? It's like if you say... That's the tip of the iceberg. I didn't lie to you, mm. but what I did do was emit a shitload of information, yes, yes. innocence lying to you, you know? Yes. It's, it's a good way to go. They're, they're sort of the... <laughs> lying gas, by omission. They're the gaslighters <laughs> of the government, you know? <laughs> it's like if you were dating the government... No. If, these are like the fuckboys of government. If you were to date a department in the government, you don't want to date... These the, three. These three groups. Yeah. Because they're probably gaslighting you. Yeah. And not telling you And then they'll ghost you. Of all the other girls that they're watching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like dating like 20 women. <laughs> and they're like, no, babe, you're my only one. Liars. I'm only texting you. <laughs> I say because I'm actually calling other girls. Yeah. I'm omitting, info- say, yes. omitting yes. information. Yeah. What the fuck am I talking about? Anyway, there's satellite pics all over the internet, which I'll put in the group, obviously. Um, mm. It's really big. It's sort of a weird-looking thing. It's very organized-looking. There's 38 ray domes, which are those, like, you know, those cool, big, bubbly-looking white domey things like the Epcot Center? Yeah. There's those, and they actually just cover radio dishes. I don't know why, and I don't care why, and I didn't look into it, Josie, and we're not going to look into it. We're going to move on. Does it matter? No, it doesn't fucking matter. No. It's not why you're here. It's not radome. (laughs) Radome hour. Radome hour, you know? (laughs) I remember (laughs) Thor crashing through one of those in the first Thor movie. that's a brilliant addition to the story. To go and get his hammer. Great. They'd put a yes. dome around his that hammer. That actually makes sense yeah. because they're protecting some shit. Yeah. I don't know. But that, look, that yeah. helped, that helped us. has done that. Yeah. yeah. So Thor has helped us understand <laughs> radomes is what we're saying here. <laughs> There's lots of like. I mentioned Iron Man in Henno's yes. episode as well. Why, why do we just always, there's actually more fucking Marvel shit in this coming up. It's like, why oh, is, this is like. you wait. It's this like is a plug secretly, for the Avengers, which is out tonight. Is oh, it? no, it's not. It's out. Hang on. This is Tuesday. Yeah. I'm going to the premiere tonight Ooh. on Tuesday and it's out on 
Thursday, I believe. You just gave them free advertising mm-hmm. on Mystery Hour. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not even going to the Avengers premiere, so they could have at least given me an invite. Yes, for that free plug. For that plug. But I'm not complaining. I'll just sip my tea over here. It's none of my business. Um, <laughs> but what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Okay. Ray domes. What else is there? So there's also all these like random desert patches, which I don't really understand what they're for, but we'll get to that soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's It's rumoured to extend 12 floors underground <gasps> with tunnels, like spokes on a wheel, oh so like a circular. God. Yeah. So, but this is all so like. So it looks innocuous. It is like an iceberg. Like, mm. oh, yes, here we go. And then. Underneath, there's all this fucking secret shit going on. Well, allegedly. That's the thing is we don't know. Because they won't tell us. Yes. Because they're pretending it's just nothing to see here. Yes. Uh, It's down like a dead-end road. There's signage saying don't enter. It's very like I've actually been to Area 51. Yes, you told that story about how then the car followed you. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So it's similar vibes of that where it's like it's in open view Mm. but yet people are probably watching you as soon as you cross yes. that fucking line, if not before. Yeah. Um, the only way you can actually see it is by air. And if you climbed the McDonald Ranges, you could probably see it because they're situated behind it. Which right. Are these big mountain ranges near Alice. Uh, 800 people work there, which is <gasps> fucking insane to me. I know. Uh, and the New York Times actually had in their article, they talk about like Americans in town because they all live in Alice Springs right. and they go to work. Yeah, I was going to ask. But high American population is weird. And they said, quote, though their presence in town is low key, there are some telltale signs, a baseball diamond at a local sports complex, Uh Oreo cookies and Dr. Pepper in the supermarket Uh and beef brisket on sale at the butcher shop. So they've kind of influenced the way Alice Springs works. Yeah. That's so funny. And there's a fun fact that is from Listverse, so we don't know the verification of this, (laughs) but it's a fun fact nonetheless. Um, All the employees that live in Alice Springs say they're gardeners. So the joke is like if they're American, they say they're a gardener. <laughs> they actually work at Pine Gap. Isn't oh that my fun? God. I love that. That's so funny. Uh, the location is strategic. It controls United States spy satellites as they pass over one third of the globe that includes China, Asian parts of Russia and the Middle East. So the reason they're there Ooh, is because yeah. of that, There's those some satellites. contentious areas too. They are, they are the bad boys. Yeah. <laughs> they're the bad boys. And it's also in central Australia, not on the east, because it's too remote for spy ships that pass in international waters to oh intercept the signal which spy i didn't know they were there i didn't know there were spy ships in international waters and i feel a bit dumb not knowing that well that was the whole theory with harold holt was that one of those spy ships was mm-hmm. under the water and that's where he went probably and he probably is to do with pine gap too it's all He's coming probably runs no way the show. oh no uh when did he go missing 1967 Okay. What? So, oh, my God. Have we found a conspiracy within well, a conspiracy? it was created in 1966 during the Cold War. No, Josie just he, like did, gasped. he did go missing in 66 because, remember, he became the Prime Minister. Oh, no, way. He became the Prime Minister the day that the Beaumonts yes. went missing. Yes. And I think, did he go missing that same year? I'm doing a quick Google. How oh, my God. Oh, maybe it was 68. Holt. Well, that would make more sense because actually. Oh, my God. Yeah, drowned, Drowning Death 1967. So yes. it was created in 1966 during the Cold War. So I look, I did a tiny bit of research on the Cold War, but not really a lot because it's a very big situation <laughs> went that for happened. A long time. It went for a really long time, but there were sections. Mm. And so one of the sections that kind of finished up the worst parts of the bit where they were like, shit, our whole planet yes. is going to get blown up yes. by nuclear missiles. Yeah. 
So the Cuban Missile Crisis in 62 was the peak of that, obviously. Mm. But things were still unsettled after that, even though after that the world kind of stopped being divided into the Eastern and Western blocs. So the Mm. Eastern blocs being like Russia and shit, Western being America and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great history lesson, Mel. <laughs> uh, and I think it's because Khrushchev was ousted by his government. I think that was the deciding factor of things getting a bit more chill, but not chill. Yeah. So it was like. Because it went into the 80s. Yeah. So it was like, okay, well, now we're not East and Western bloc, mm. but we're still distrusting of we're everyone. We're still sus. So yeah. we hate the communists, yeah. the reds under the yeah, bed. Yeah. And it's sort shit. of like we're still looking into shit. Yeah. So 400 American families moved to Australia in 1970 mm-hmm. and operations commenced then. But it, so it was started and started getting built in 66. So it could be a conspiracy that Harold Holt is. is Oh, my God. You know? That's so crazy. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that's I just. I thought he was a mermaid. We don't know. No, we don't know. Don't come and kill us, please, CIA. We love you. I love the CIA. I love the CIA. I would CIA. love to be a spy. I'm just too. All I've wanted is to be an ASIO. And <sighs> I know. And I'm like, like, I can't kill a cockroach, so I won't no. be able to shoot someone. I'm a really bad liar. Same. Like, no, I'm a good liar, but. But I also have to tell people the truth. Yeah. Well, like I'm, I'm too at, moral. That's my yeah. problem. I'm. I get too nervous. The nervous energy is too much for me in a lie. Yes. So if I were to have to say hello, my name is Fran Dingle, <laughs> and I'm a <laughs> farmer from um, Gladstone in New South Wales. Like mm. already, I'm fucking up. Is Gladstone even a part? I don't think so. I don't think it is. I'm in Emerald, Queensland. Yeah. Fran Dingle. Dingle. I'm a farmer. What do you farm? I farm sheep. I, sheep. And I. <laughs> <laughs> For wool or like I make a lamb mutton. farm? Mutton. Mutton. Food. <laughs> that mustn't be very um, <laughs> lucrative. <laughs> and, and I um, mutton and you put it on your bread and dripping sandwich. Okay. And, uh, In 1926. It's called, <laughs> it's called <laughs> Mutton Limited. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's 60 acres of my land. Mm-hmm. And it's very green because I live in Emerald, which is called Emerald because it's the green aisles. That's from Game of Thrones. <laughs> That's in Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, see what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. shit. I'm so bad. You're a little worse. I'm so bad. Fran Dingle. That doesn't even sound real. <laughs> no, it sounds so made up. Um, I've so <laughs> lost where I'm up to. Yeah, what the oh, fuck are we talking so about? Sorry. Oh, we're talking about oh no, I know ships. The ships going past. No, what we were saying was that Harold Holt could maybe have gone missing in connection to Pine Gap because it did mm. start in '66. It was fully operational in 1970. Mm-hmm. That's when all the American families moved right, across. Yep. Four hundred of them. Yeah. Which is a lot of American influx of into Americans. Australia at once, yeah. especially into a remote area. Yeah. Like people must have been sus. Yeah. Surely. People would be like, where do all these Yanks come from? Yeah. Well, like, I talk like that. That's probably why it is open knowledge that it exists and mm. that how it can you? has a connection to this United yeah. States because how could you do that without it? Yeah. Without setting up a random town in the middle of nowhere and even then people would probably find you. Yeah. Uh, but – Bit of background, it was part of a US-Australia treaty made during the time and at first the public knew it as a place for space research, like I told you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but from the get-go, the US had the right not to give all the info to the Australian government. And apparently during the Whitlam years, which was after mm-hmm. Holt, right? Yeah. Straight after Holt, um, they basically stopped reporting altogether 
to the government about what, what they kind were of doing. What agreement was this? Like, what did we well, get out of it? Um, well, apparently it did finance we Australia have, quite well. Oh, okay. Do we have our own? Because remember in the Mari Man mm. episode, there was talk area? about there's a yeah there's a place where Americans yes. do things in Australia. <laughs> yes. Do we have places in America where we do things? No. So how I is don't this think so, fair? Because we don't fucking matter in this world. Ugh. What do we contribute? Fucking hell. Apart from land and mutton sheep. <laughs> mutton. <laughs> the mutton big limited. mutton. The big mutton. <laughs> the big mutton You're industry. part of big mutton. <laughs> <laughs> You're the Elizabeth Holmes of big mutton. Well, I would be because I'm obviously trying to pretend that mm. mutton is Please good. buy my <laughs> sheep and eat it with your bread and drippings. <laughs> I love doing the Elizabeth oh Holmes God. voice. Love Fran Dingle. Anyway, <laughs> it's Thursday, mm. but it's technically Friday, mm. so we're allowed to have lost our mind. I'm eating a lot of chocolate too, so yeah. I'm on a bit of a sugar high. I ate a lot before this, so right now mm-hmm. it's like we're drunk off our lemon ginger tea, but it's just yeah. chocolate. Uh, <laughs> so the Cold War officially ended in 1991, mm-hmm. but then the War of t- on Terror started in 2001. So What were they doing for 10 years? Who fucking knows, Josie? Well, we're going to get into oh, that. okay. Sorry. No, not really, oh. but sort of. There's other things potentially going on there. Uh, so the Cold War ended in 1991, but the war on terror started in 2001. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one knows what they were doing in that 10 years. We'll sus. Sus. Sus.com. Mutton farming. Mutton farming. <laughs> uh, so operations moved away from nuclear treaty monitoring and missile launch detection, and it turned into more of a war fighting base mm-hmm. for US military forces, which we'll get to later as well. In 1999, intelligence expert Professor Des Ball from the ANU, Australian National University. Des. Desi. Legend. Deso. It's my cousin's name. Des. Des. Desmond. Desmond. Yeah. Who calls their child Desmond? I don't know. It's fucking weird. It's a weird name. Yeah. Sort of up there with like Gladys, you know. <laughs> that's his sister's name. My other is cousin. it actually? No, oh. <laughs> her name is Tracy. Oh, that's a normal name. Yeah. Uh, he gave an outline of Pine Gap in some sort of court situation. I don't really understand this. Oh. I got it off Wikipedia, so I don't. There was no references. It's like citation needed. Yeah. And I'm like, Uh-oh. do we? <laughs> Let's just say it's true. I'm just going to put it on the airwaves. Yeah. Hope it's okay. Um, so he said the shit that they monitor are these. Four things. So telemetry from advanced weapons development, like ballistic missiles used for arms control verification. So I guess that's like, where'd this ballistic missile come from? Oh, it came from Russia. That's what I gather from that. Okay. Signals from anti-missile and anti-aircraft radars. So basically if they're like, there's a missile in the air. Right. I guess. Transmissions intended for communication satellites, so spying. Spying. And microwave emissions like long-distance telephone calls. <laughs> spying. Spying. <laughs> microwave emissions is funny to I me. know. Some bloke in Alice Springs heating up his yeah. McCain <laughs> prison. <laughs> They're like, there's someone heating up their <laughs> dinner in Alice Springs. <laughs> <laughs> this man has eaten microwave meals for every meal since... January 2005. Oh, no. Let's judge him. <laughs> Send him a wife. <laughs> oh, um, he also said there were three sections to the base. So the satellite station keeping section, mm-hmm. the processing station. Who's this? And analysis station. This guy, Des, Dezo. But how does Des well, know this? He's just an investigator into oh, things. Okay. I don't know is the point, Josie, that I'm trying to make. Okay. Is that I don't know. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so they've got the three stations. So... 
I guess, where it comes in, where it gets processed, and then where it gets analysed. And, and the secret underground area. Well, the analysis section is the secret underground oh, area, okay. as far as I can tell, because Aussies weren't allowed in there until 1980. Mm, fucking Rude. Hell. What is this deal Don't that... Don't come into my country. That they made. <laughs> Americans. Yeah. And not let me see the analysis. Yeah. Fuck. It'd be like if you had some... I mean, this is every serial killer. But if your husband had some area you weren't allowed into <laughs> in like, your own house, that's clearly the rape dungeon. Also the <laughs> den in general. Yeah. My dad has a bit of a den happening. And no one's allowed in? No, we are allowed in. <laughs> in fact, I go <laughs> in there all the time. Until 1980, your mother But he doesn't like in. us being in there because he's sort of – he goes in there and he watches his YouTube videos. Like, <laughs> he literally <laughs> watches. My dad will spend his downtime Googling just – first person train journey so he's like yes, watching he the trains. train go on the tracks it's literally like a train and there's like a GoPro. The cameras on the top yeah there's like a gopro at the front of the train oh, and you're just watching he it needs to go on a nice train i trip. know but he also just likes watching them it'd so. be very relaxing i kind of want to watch one yeah well whenever i go in there because i also store all my beauty products in, <laughs> in this cupboard so i go in there to like get a new mascara or some yeah. shit and then he's like watching train videos and i can sense that he wants me to leave he's so like, i can watch them. you're ruining his like meditative train state yeah but um, that's not what they were doing at pine Gap. no they're not watching much more trains. nefarious <laughs> Well, maybe they are. Maybe that was the whole thing. Train surveillance. Maybe your dad's in on it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's why he doesn't want you in there. Because it's top secret spy information. He doesn't want me knowing. Melissa is in the room. <laughs> Holds all communication. Just, just don't play the bit where the man dressed all in black minces across the front and puts a bomb on the train line. Like James Bond style, jumping from one carriage to the next. In a little suit, like a little mime. And he's, he's like, waiting. He's waiting for you to get your mascara and leave <laughs> so the operation can continue. You're like, do I want volumizing or curling? Do I want blackest black or noir? Get the fuck out, Melissa. What the fuck are we talking about? Okay. Um, so now mm. Aussies are only officially barred from the National Cryptographic Room. Ooh. But Americans are also barred from the Australian cryptographic room. But I think that was just like, a a, like well, if you're not going to let me in yours, I'm not letting I'm you in I'm not mine. showing you mine if you don't show me yours. Yeah. Well, Is cryptographic codes? I think it's, I don't know. Yes? <laughs> Isn't a cryptographer like someone that can... Crack codes? Crack sure. codes? Like yes. the Zodiac codes? Yes. Also... I'm going to hedge a strong bet that mm-hmm. the Australian cryptographic room is just people Sucks. drawing pictures of flowers. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, fucking Americans, they can't see what yeah. I'm doing in here. And they're just like drawing hearts drawing on a dicks. page. Yeah, <laughs> Dictation, that's all they're doing. Anyway, since the end of the Cold War, the station has mainly been employed with intercepting and recording weapons and communication signals from countries in Asia, like China and North Korea. Mm-hmm. Um, it was active in supporting the wars in Yugoslavia, Afghanistan, and Iraq, and every U.S. war since the September 11 attacks. So it's quite—it's used quite a, its used quite intensively by America for shit. Just like yeah, like it's not like just sitting there pretending to do shit now. Yeah, it's like right. very They're involved. fucking busy. Those gardeners in inverted commas. Yeah, that eat the Oreos and drink the Dr Pepper and the very brisket. busy and important. They are very busy. They're not drawing dicks on paper, <laughs> but the Aussies probably they are. are. <laughs> Swinging around in their chairs, like throwing <laughs> pens at the ceiling. Yeah, like throwing like spitballs onto the roof. And they've got like short sleeve shirts on with ties. Yes. Yes. They're like haven't moved on since the 80s. No. Like they're still dressed like 80s. 
Uh, so there's been heaps of protests there, obviously, because it's like a bit of a war base. So anyone yes. anti-war kind of goes and protests yeah. there. Um, 1983, Aboriginal women led 700 women to the Pine Gap Gates where they fell silent for 11 minutes to mark Remembrance Day. Oh, that's nice. It was the beginning of a two-week women-only peace camp organised under the auspices of Women for Survival. It was non-violent, but several women trespassed onto the base and were arrested, and they all gave their names as Karen Silkwood. <gasps> yeah. Well, they weren't actually. Okay, it wasn't 11 Karen Silkwoods. What? No, that's Is that so what you cool. thought? Oh, okay. That's fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So anyone that doesn't know who Karen Silkwood My is. My favourite murder just did it. Listen um, to it. <laughs> she was an American nuclear worker who was murdered after campaigning for nuclear safety. Allegedly so was, murdered. Yeah. Uh, there were also allegations of police brutality and a human rights commission inquiry ensued after this. So it was oh. all a bit mm, sus. Then in 2002, 500 people gathered to protest at the gates, including some politicians. Oh. Apparently. This is, again, citation needed. (laughs) (laughs) They're objecting to its use in the impending Iraq war and Mm. missile defence. 2005, six members of the Christians Against All Terrorism group staged a protest outside. Four of them later broke into the facility and were arrested. A trial began in 2006 uh, and they were fined $3,250 in the Northern Territory Supreme Court with the possibility of a seven-year jail term. But then they appealed and... The convictions were quashed because judges who worked on the case stated that a miscarriage of justice had taken place because they weren't de- they were denied the right to argue the main defence that they had, which was that it was being used to conduct a war of aggression in Iraq. So it's sort of that weird thing of like because it's like a secret base and they yeah. don't 100% tell you what's going on. Then you in assume court, the worst. They were, they were fucked. Yeah. yeah. So that's good that they were let off. So moving on, that's all the kind of background I'm going to give you because who cares about the ins and outs of what the fucker radio majiggy does. <laughs> we just know that it's three agencies that spy on people. Yeah. That's all you need to know. Yes. Lots of Americans. So there's heaps of conspiracies and contro shit. Mm-hmm. Sorry, controversial shit. That was a weird abbreviation <laughs> that I wrote down. I knew what it was. Yeah. So let's start with Echelon, which is a secret government code name for a surveillance program operated by the US with the aid of four other signatory nations to the UK-USA Security Agreement, Australia, Canada, New Zealand, and the UK, mm-hmm. also known as the Five Eyes. What? Yeah. So oh my it's God. like this big spy thing. And even when you go on Wikipedia, it's like, this is part of our surveillance content. And it's like this eye. eye. Whoa. I hate it. It's like big like brother that. shit. Mm-mm. Do not like So that was created in the late 1960s to monitor the military and diplomatic communications of the Soviet Union and its Eastern Bloc allies during the Cold War, like Mm -hmm. I told you about. Yeah. Formally established in 71. And then I don't really know anything else about it. It's basically just a bunch of countries banding together, spying on everyone. Yeah. But James Bamford, who wrote in The Guardian in May 2001, warned that if Echelon were to continue unchecked, it could become, quote, a cyber secret police without courts, juries, or the right to a defence. So it's been creepy. And it's like operating as like a above the law. Mm. It's kind of, yeah. I mean, it's all this surveillance shit. Okay. I love it. segue. I love it. I feel like I'm in an NCIS episode. I feel like I'm in Enemy of the State, which I just mentioned today, being one of my favourite movies. I love all this. Mm -hmm. And the thing is with all this surveillance stuff is that Mm. people, the reason people get up in arms about it is because it's essentially these secret agencies Mm. listening to all your shit, looking at all your internet shit, Mm. tapping into whatever, Mm -hmm. I don't know, (laughs) you know, through the air and what is the internet what is the internet as as we've said before yeah but i'm just 
kind of like, I know I can see why it could be bad. Because yes. if the information gets in the wrong hands mm. or if the information is being passed to other people mm-hmm. or being used for the wrong reasons, you know, that's not good. And also people should have the right to privacy to a degree. Yep. But I'm also the person that applies for a million competitions on the internet and has given my information to so <laughs> many companies. Like everyone has my info. And I'm also a bit like, do I really give a shit if fucking, you know, yeah. big pharma know that big, I'm 33 yeah. and I live here and <laughs> like these big things. mutton no. Yeah, that's not I don't not want a big good. mutton knowing. I, big pharma, fine. My big thing is mutton, no. I'm not doing anything wrong. Yes. So I don't mind. As long as yes. they're using it to catch bad people. Yes. But then there was that whole doctor thing. What was that? My doctor or like my medical record or whatever yes. was that if it gets in the wrong hands yes. or it's passed yep. on, can people like fuck you up with insurance yeah. and shit? I don't know. So Edward Snowden comes into play here. I was just going to say, yeah. I was actually going to say, is that what that Snowden man was about? I don't, I don't, <laughs> I know. don't know. I don't know what he did. I just know he had something to do with whistleblowing on this well, kind of activity, right? Yes. I know. I know. A very top line amount of information about Edward Snowden now. So on the 11th of July, 2013, Mm. documents were revealed through him. He was a former NSA analyst. Right. They showed that Pine Gap, amongst three other locations in Australia and one in New Zealand, contributed to the NSA's global interception and collection of internet and telephone communications, (gasps) which involves systems like X-Keyscore. So there were two (laughs) others. There was one down near Woomera. Yes, Woomera, yeah. Uh, they closed that down. They combined it with Pine Gap mm-hmm. recently-ish. And then there was there's another one in the Snowy Mountains, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then the one in New Zealand, I don't know, because I don't care. <laughs> uh, X-Keyscore was this secret computer system that was first used by the US National Security Agency, so the NSA, for searching and analysing global internet data, which it collects on a daily basis. So basically they were like scour- scanning the internet, constantly collecting data, which – was his whole shtick was like, oh, no, the data. Um, (laughs) uh, In The Guardian, it was described as a program that shed light on one of Snowden's most controversial statements, quote, I, sitting at my desk, could wiretap anyone from you or your accountant to a federal judge or even the president if I had a personal email. Yeah. So it's kind of like quite scary. Mm -hmm. It's just scary how much power, I suppose, individuals could have. Yes. If it got into the wrong hands. I think it, yeah. Technology. I wonder if it comes down to that kind of idea of, you know, uh, with great power comes great responsibility, you know. Is that Spider-Man? I said that, actually. (laughs) My famous saying. (laughs) Is that Spider-Man? Is it? It's Spider-Man and Spider-Man is also Marvel. So it's that whole thing of just, I guess... You know, too much power in the hands yes. of individuals yeah. and what if that person goes psycho and they're mad at their ex-girlfriend and then they just, like, pull this fucking information yeah. on her and fuck her up her life, you know? Yeah. It's, I think it's probably to do with that mm-hmm. is just it's creepy that they can access so much shit. Yes. So <clears throat> according to the Snowden documents, mm. it was based around two secret missions. Mission 7600 with two geosynchronous satellites to cover Eurasia and Africa. Geosynchronous just basically, I think, from what I looked up, means they're very far out in space. <laughs> <laughs> And then that turned into Mission 8300, which was four of these satellites that covered the former Soviet Union, China, Southeast Asia, East Asia, Middle East, Eastern Europe, and countries on the Atlantic Ocean. So basically everywhere. That's, yeah, that's a big 
Big chunk. Area. Big chunk. They were equipped with powerful surveillance technology used to monitor wireless communications on the ground, like those sent and received by cell phones, radios, and satellite uplinks. And then they gather strategic and tactical military, scientific, political, and economic communication signals, according to the documents, as well as keep tabs on missile and weapons tests in targeted countries and sweep up intelligence from foreign military data systems, blah, blah, blah. Basically, it's just spying shit, (laughs) spying on everyone. The crux of it is. The crux of it is. They're fucking spying on everyone. On everyone. And spying on through the internet as well, which was kind of the new scary bit. Yeah. Can I just... Jump in here. Yes. Because I've listened to the Silk Road mm-hmm. episode of Case File mm-hmm. and, like, that wasn't solved by NSA. Like yeah. They didn't, they didn't figure that out. That yeah. was just, like, I can't remember what agency, but they ended up just Googling and that's how they found the guy. Really? Yeah. But it's, like, they didn't even really notice that stuff happening. That's pretty low-key compared to, like, huge terrorist organisations. Yeah. But it was still, like... A huge drug trade was going on and drugs are a huge problem in America and in the world. Yeah. But, like, they weren't even using all this shit to, like, track that. It is interesting, but then I also wonder if it's, like, they have these advances more in this realm of terrorism activity and wars and stuff. that's more what they care about. Yeah, and then maybe they just don't let other people that deal with the drug shit have the technology. They're like, fuck you, you can't get access. I don't know. I just think that's interesting. It is interesting that Part they just used Google. <laughs> that someone just, I think he was from the FBI. <laughs> and he's just like, and he just go- Google. He just, like, Silk Road. And then he found the guy. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that's so really good. funny. Um, so the other controversial element is this, the involvement in the drone attacks. Yes. So, again, according to the Sydney Morning Herald, one of its primary functions is to locate radio signals in the world's eastern hemisphere with the collected information then fed into their drone program, the US's drone program. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was confirmed in one of Snowden's documents. And the SMH article says that the stuff that they found played a key role in the United States drone strikes that were involved in all that targeted killing of Al-Qaeda and Taliban yes, chiefs. Yeah. yeah. And the thing with that was all these civilians died at the mm. same time and so then there was this big UN inquiry into like was it fucked because, yes. you know, yeah, okay, in war you're trying to kill these Taliban chiefs but you're killing innocent people. Yeah, at what cost? Exactly. So that all kind of came out of Pine Gap and – Allegedly, it's not entirely over. So Richard Tantar, Senior Research Associate at the Nautilus Institute and Honorary Melbourne University Professor, told the New York Times that Pine Gap also contributes data for CIA drone operations in countries in which the United States is not at war, Yemen, Somalia, Pakistan, and so forth. It is also critically important in whatever the United States is going to do on the Korean peninsula. Yeah, I was wondering about Korea when you said China, Russia, Middle East. Yes. Like that same area also encompasses the other Probo area mm-hmm. of North Korea. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, uh, an official said to the Sydney Morning Herald, so different article, Quote, the U.S. will never fight another war in the Eastern Hemisphere without the direct involvement of Pine Gap. <gasps> wow. Yeah. So it's, so it's still important. going on and the drone stuff is still going on if we believe Richard Tantor. Mm-hmm. Again, we don't know. We don't know. Because it's weird it and it's be secret. Lying. Now we're getting into the weird shit. Oh, I love weird shit. I know, me too. I like weird shit's you've... more fun because I don't have to, like, think too much about facts. Yeah. I like the way you've laid this out. Thank you. Really In good. 45 minutes, I've done a decent <laughs> job, <great>. I think. <laughs> so the first one is the Tesla resonance theory. Okay. So this is from that weird website, Stillness in the Store. <laughs> Amazing article. 
So reportedly extending some 20,000 feet below the base is a borehole containing an ultra low frequency antenna, which is apparently used for secret experiments related to Nikola Tesla's resonance theories, as well as low frequency communications through the world. So Tesla made this thing commonly known as the earthquake machine, right? Mm -hmm. It's in 1893. It's like a steam powered electric generator that he reckons caused a New York earthquake back then. Okay. And basically it uses, it's very complicated, but it's like it uses steam to push a piston up and down. And then because that's going really, really fast, it's like the vibrations cause this earthquake, oh. right? And he, it's so good. He had this annual birthday party slash press meeting that he used to hold. He sounds like He sounds so job. zesty. <laughs> I, Tesla sounds like a zesty motherfucker. So in 1935, he's 79 years old and he tells this story, probably drunk, about the New York earthquake he's like oh my thing caused an earthquake in 1893 um he also claimed (laughs) wild claims coming from tesla here Hmm. that it could destroy the empire state building with five pounds of air pressure (laughs) fuck (laughs) so he's like in my head he's just getting drunker and drunker the old codger and he's old at his birthday party slash press don't have a birthday party slash press meeting that's my advice fucking disaster waiting to happen just don't think that's a good idea to do that and then he's just getting more and more outlandish with his statements yes so Mythbusters reckon they busted this myth they did an episode on it well I believe them well I don't because I like to believe the conspiracy (laughs) that underground at Pine Gap there's Mm. this thing that could potentially be causing earthquakes like maybe well you know how there was that Newcastle earthquake right Yes. So maybe they caused that. We don't know. <laughs> I love that you just picked the one that happened to well, me. I don't know any other earthquakes in Australia that have happened yeah, that, that are was bad. Pretty major. I remember it. Yeah. So anyway, there's that. Mm-hmm. That's all we have on that, basically. Okay. Is it right down in the ground right there? There's some the little secret borehole, and then they're like pumping this piston. It's just like, <laughs> <laughs> <They're> just like, <laughs> you're like little coal men down yeah. there, you know, like ye olde coal men. And the they're like, put the steam in, put more steam in. And then, like, every now and then there's like a horrible disaster, and like yeah, 10 of them die, die from steam accidents. Yeah. And they're like, oh, fuck, some other <laughs> 10 weird people we've pulled out of 1893, which goes into my next point <gasps> time travel. Alternate dimensions. Oh, my God. So, potentially. I love alternate dimensions. Me, too. I love all shit to do with moving between time periods and shit. So, maybe there are little 1893 men pumping this piston deep down in the earth and dying of steam-related injuries (laughs) every few months because... Richard Sauder, a researcher, wrote a book called Underground Bases and Tunnels, which sounds very legit to me. Sounds like does what it says on the tin. Does what it says on the tin. He's like, shall I give this a fun and spicy name? No, I'm going to call no. it Underground Bases and Tunnels. <laughs> I want people to know. <laughs> so he reckons the base operates in alternate dimensions. Apparently, according. It's got the most boring title, and then he's like on acid. And he's like, I'm going to fuck shit up now. Let's just go way over here to the left, way over here. And they're like, his editor's like, dude, I don't know about this. Uh, he was like, I was taking a lot of drugs that weekend. Yeah, that was but a, I saw into this other dimension. Yeah, I was in the other dimension. I've been there. Dying of steam related injuries. I collected some of the men for the steam and brought piston. Them back. So. <laughs> so he reckons the US government experiments with time travel and yes. 
Super Soldier Programs. What did I say? Captain America. Captain America. And the Winter Soldier as well. Yes. So are they all, my question is, are they all as hot as Chris Evans and Sebastian Stan? I believe that they are. if not, I'm not interested. Why would you make a Super Soldier if he's not going to be hot? If he's not as handsome as them, there's absolutely no point. Why bother? Like why? I just think (laughs) if you're going to make a a man extra cool by adding (laughs) muscles to him and whatever the fuck they do. Just get a hot one. Yeah. And maybe you could do a little bit of work on his face yeah, if you need to. Yeah, straighten up his teeth. Yeah, just give him a bit of skin. filler in the cheekbone. Mm. Do his eyebrows, mm. you know? Like bulk up his hairline. Yeah. Just a few little adjustments mm. I think would improve. Chis- chisel his jaw. Yeah. Also, a little point I would like to send to the Pine Gap people if this is what you're doing. Mm. Can you make them all a bit different? So it's like there's not just like a clone. Oh, they're not all Chris Evans. Yeah, because people have different ideas of hotness. You yeah. Know? Well, I think both of those guys are really hot and one's got long hair and a beard and then yeah. one's very clean cut, you know. See, that's spectrum good. There. We need a spectrum. Okay, good. <laughs> um, also reminded me of Assassin's Creed, the only game that I like. Yes, that's a great game. Because that's where they take a guy and he gets taken back in time yes. to his ancestors. And then he's like in old timey fucking Rome or whatever, jumping around the roofs. Is yes. that that game? Um, it is that game. Mm-hmm. But there's no real information from Richard Souter on why, how he like, came up with these outlandish. Yeah. So, like, what's the rest of the book? That's what I want to know. I mean, I need to get it <laughs> like now. Like, he makes these outlandish statements. <laughs> Just statements? And that's the end of the book. It's six pages long, guys. <laughs> it's a, more of a pamphlet. <laughs> more of a zine, if you will. He goes to, like, zine yeah. conferences and he's like, here's my it's zine. It's mine. It's called Underground Tunnels. And what, what was it? It's- so now Richard Souders turned into like a 25-year-old fuckboy with a <laughs> ponytail who wears like supreme head yeah. to toe. Um, tying to that. Yes. Also a theory about it being a portal to Mars. Wow. So there's suggestions that the CIA. What? Time travel experiments and super soldier programs actually take place on Mars. Um, what? Also Richard Souder. <laughs> Richard Dolph. Richard Honey. Put the bong down. <laughs> Step away off the bong. from the bong. <laughs> <laughs> so he reckons he spoke to a whistleblower named Rich Hansen, who was not only a part of these ultra-secret programs, but he, quote, left for Mars military service from a time portal in Australia. So Souter didn't confirm that the actual location was Pine Gap, but we're just sort of assuming that it probably would have been. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all well, that, that I have one, for you. That one's lost me a bit. I know. You know which one I liked? Yes. Was the super soldier one, but also because I was homesick yesterday and I had Foxtel on mm-hmm. and on Sci-Fi Channel, yep. there's not only Xena, which I Amazing. messaged you to tell you, but Sliders. <gasps> Do you remember that sliders, fucking show? Sliders, yes. Every Friday night we'd watch Sliders with my dad and my brother. Mm-hmm. And they both love Sci-Fi and that kind of stuff. But that show was so good. Yeah. Because like if you guys are too young to remember Sliders, it was Jerry O'Connell and other people I can't remember. And basically there's some kind of thing like a – gadget that opened up a portal to another dimension mm. and they accidentally like fell into it or something. I can't remember. There are a few of them, like a group of people. And then they spent basically the whole time trying to get back to their dimension. And sometimes it'd be way off. Like they'd get there and there was this like green people with horns walking around. Yeah. But there was one really heartbreaking episode where they went back, everything looked kind of normal and they were kind of racing against time because it was only open for a 
brief amount of time. Mm. And he opened his front gate and he's like, oh, this isn't right. It doesn't squeak. My front gate squeaks. Like, oh. quick, jump back into the hole. So they jumped back and then a handyman came out with Jerry O'Connell's mum, I think, yeah. and was like, oh, fix the gate. No. And I stopped watching it. I was like, yeah. I can't. I can't. I'm like, you made it. They fucking made it back. Yeah. And then they jumped back into that's, the hole. That's fucked. That's what that reminds me of. Like, yeah. these – I used to think, is that really true? Because I was a kid. I'm like, are there all these alternate dimensions, like realities, alternate realities that exist because people have been time traveling. But anyway, the point being, I totally believe all that shit. Yes. So then we're moving on to the big one, the last one, actually. You still have so many pages No, that's because this one is like the meatiest. Okay. Aliens. <gasps> we love aliens. We love aliens. Okay. I'm so, a slut for aliens. Remember I'm a slut meme for that aliens. I, that we put in the yeah, about um, Mulder. X-Files. Yeah. Okay. So let's start in 1973. Speaking of fucking shows I loved in the 90s. Continue. Okay. So, <laughs> so 1973. Mm-hmm. That's where we're going to start. So this is a, three years after it starts working as a base mm-hmm. for military, inverted commas. We're doing so many quotes. Yeah. Okay, alien shit. Mm-hmm. A cartographer, so a map guy, working for the Australian government, saw an intense vertical blue light <gasps> coming from the base at around midnight. He went closer. Why would you go closer? I, I would, would never. run so far I away. I would hide my head in the sand <laughs> like an ostrich. He reckons around 300 metres from the ground, a large gleaming disc was hovering. What the shit? I know. Quote from Universal Seduction, the book that I <laughs> got this from. Is this alien porn? Pretty much. A UFO of dull grey colour with a slight yellow fuzz around its edge and approximately 550 feet in diameter hovered above. Whoa. A thin, bright blue beam like a rod slowly extended from the UFO to the base. A few minutes later, the light beam retracted only to be followed by a similar blue beam slowly extending from the base to the disc. Mm. This was followed by a gold-coloured beam which appeared very close to the blue one. Process continued for about 40 minutes and ended when the disc made some rapid oscillations, so spinning around lit up like a neon sign and ascended vertically at a very high speed. Oh. So it's like it came down. Did some weird Did some weird light things. shit between the base and itself and mm-hmm. then went back up. <gasps> so then moving on to 1975, a private plane was chartered over the base to have a look at the new secretive facility. So it was mm-hmm. a pilot and some people that paid for Just the pilot. Just nosy. Yeah, people. nosy Parkers, very yeah. Aussie. Very yeah. Aussie country. Like, Got to go and look at these doing. new people that have moved in. What are they fucking My doing? My mum going every open house on oh our God. street just to look at yes. people's houses. Me <laughs> in every country town going into any cafe, like the eyeballing is insane. <laughs> and like, fair enough, it's the Aussie tradition. Yeah. We always learn when everyone else is shit. <laughs> so they flew over the base and obviously we're looking out of nowhere a large white object appeared to take off from the base <gasps> below them moving super fast almost as soon as it appeared it vanished into the sky above them no. the plane continued its journey and upon landing the pilot made a report of the sighting both the pilot and all the passengers were asked to wait for investigators to take further details of the encounter upon arriving these investigators allegedly told the witnesses that they were not to talk about what they saw and essentially to forget the incident oh my god they're like men in black and yeah. have those things that make you forget yeah. everything yes. <laughs> men in black comes back into play get soon. out all my favorite fucking pop culture references are in this episode i know then in 1980 two northern territory police officers were looking for a missing child when they found a camouflage door open in front what? of them yep what? yep what then they saw several bathtub shaped objects off. leave the doorway no. yes <laughs> and slowly make their way across the what? base <laughs> Josie's like losing her mind over this. Oh my god! 
I am picturing just flying bathtubs. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Wasn't there like a book about that? Yes. Oh, was that? I'm thinking bed knobs and broomsticks. That's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> bathtubs and broomsticks. Bathtubs and broomsticks. Oh then a dark oblong shaped no. black hole. What? Appeared from nowhere in the hills around the facility and the object entered it and disappeared. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm doing Tasmanian tiger mouth. I know. It's so wild. We keep going. 1984. Who saw that? The policeman. Um, the Northern Territory Police Officers, two of them. Yeah. But there's no quotes How for any of this shit. That's the problem. Well, <laughs> it's also like there's nothing to back up yes. any of these claims. Yeah. I have no idea. But it's just fun, zesty. zesty stories. Yeah. That's what we're doing here, mate. So 1984, five witnesses all spoke anonymously. Mm. One had been receiving increasing reports of UFO sightings in the skies over Pine Gap in the weeks leading up to their encounter. But then he got a message saying, quote, something big was going to happen at Pine Gap in the upcoming days. He didn't actually say what days because that's how anon they were trying to be. Oh. He and the four other men split into two groups, two vehicles, and approached the base from different positions to stake it out. Mm -hmm. First three days, nothing. Then on the fourth night, several large military vehicles began ferrying large groups of workers in coveralls to the large radomes on the base, so the big circly things. As this was taking place, a pillar of gold light suddenly shot upward from the ground to the sky and pulsed. A strange cloud was forming high up above the pillar of light. No. When it vanished, the light, five strange craft were making their way to the base, four diamond-shaped UFOs and one that was a cigar shape. Gosh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's a little, like, weird dick-shaped. <laughs> With, like, a light at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Once they were over the base, the pillar of light appeared again, this time from the craft above to the ground below. Mm. This went on for several minutes, all while the strange cloud above continued to form. In a moment, the five craft vanished. So it's similar in a way, to the previous story, which is why this is all getting a bit yes, weird. Yes, Because it's like similar vibes of pulsing yeah, light going from the, the ground light, up. Yeah. yeah. The most famous apparently is this one called the camouflage door encounter. I hate the camouflage Me door too. so much. Me too. And the bathtubs fly and the bathtubs. <laughs> so at 4.30 a.m. on December 22, 1989, three hunters were returning from an all-nighter hunting trip. That's a weird thing in and of itself. That's a weird thing that people do. Yeah. But they do it. It's fine. You're I allowed to hunting. do it. Well... The the weird thing is like I feel like when you're in the outback, there's just so much fucking wildlife. Oh, yeah. So there's all these kangaroos and rabbits and like other fucking yeah. shit and all these pests mm. and like things that we are like cute, cute. are like, like pests. Fuck off. So it's like much more accepted I feel yeah. like there to Do just you know go hunting. Do deer in Tasmania and they're a problem? Yeah. Deer. Didn't a deer kill someone recently? I can't remember. In like Victoria? so cute. <laughs> well, like there you go. Deer. They're a problem. Well, I like rabbits and they're a fucking problem. Yeah, everything's a problem. I don't like cane toads though. We can kill any yeah, of kill them. Yeah, kill all of them. Kill they're all of gross. them. So no, they're coming back from this hunting trip. They find a hidden door camouflaged in the desert terrain. No. They opened it. No. I wrote, never open it. <laughs> Why would you open it? Go away. Don't open hidden doors no. buried in the ground. No. It's never going to be anything good. Well, this wasn't good because a huge metallic <gasps> grey disc came out. <laughs> <laughs> just came out. It moved without sound, hovering for a moment over the base. Then, as they looked on, the disc suddenly shot upward at a lightning pace. In a moment, it was gone. As they gathered their thoughts, they would witness the camouflage door moving back into place, shutting tight as if it were never there. So, what I don't understand is if it was so camouflaged, how did they open it? Exactly. And also, why did they just stand there and gather their thoughts? Yeah, I don't know. They should have thrown sticks at it like those boys with the ghost. (laughs) They absolutely should have. And then we're coming to my last story, Mm -hmm. my favourite story, also from the Universal Seduction where all of these stories have originated from. (laughs) 
I'm just going to read it, quote from the whole thing. Yeah. It's just too good. Yes. Yep. Bill Chalker, don't know who that is, also writes that in 1992, a woman called him to say that her 22-year-old husband, inverted commas, Greg, not his real name, <laughs> had seen two strange-looking men wearing long, dark coats standing in her New South Wales front yard about 8.45 p.m., but they suddenly disappeared. <laughs> they were men in black and watching Greg. At age five, he had men in black imaginary friends who looked like friendly, normal human beings. They appeared, e.g., in his room at night, in the park to play or at a pool. In the late 70s, he was given a handheld computer device that showed moving coloured scenes like a TV. At 12, he started having the experience of finding himself in a strange room on board a craft a number of times without knowing how he got there. Normal-looking humans escorted him. Greg, honey. Wow. Just think that you should have been telling someone about this. (laughs) Then the men in black would approach him and ask him to come somewhere, enter a craft on the ground. That's literally word for word what it said on the site. It's not very good English. Mm -hmm. He would be taken on rides and shown things. At about 14, he sensed little aliens on board, apart from humans. It seemed he was being groomed for some sort of service. The craft then started going to secret bases. He'd had their trust but realised he'd made a mistake and wanted out. He became aware of others participating in these cultivated relationships. I hate this. I know. He claims abductions were going on at secret bases and people were being subjected to cruel procedures at the bases. The beings were ultimately cruel and ruthless. (gasps) He began to fear for his own safety and he thought he was being evolved into a men in black type role. (laughs) So he thought he was being trained (laughs) to become a men in black. Yeah, right. Greg's first visit to Pine Gap underground facility on board a UFO showed what was ahead as an image of a computer screen not through windows. I don't really know what that means, but he went to Pine Gap. The screens would automatically switch off and a thing took over. A thing (laughs) took over, literally. Like an alien? I don't know. And guided them through the opening slides, like travelling through a tube for about 15 to 30 seconds before coming to the base itself. The actual complex had spaceships there. Men were working on repairs, laboratories, glass houses, food storage areas and other facilities. The men in black presence stepped up. In 1992, Greg saw three men outside who disappeared suddenly. Oh, my God. Three days later, Greg went outside and his wife saw what seemed to be a flash and explosion which knocked Greg off his feet and left behind a burning hole. He thought they were intimidating him into compliance and submission. Greg intended to continue the alien liaison relationship but has not heard from them since 1993. What the fuck is that story? I know. It's so good, though. (laughs) Greg. Greg and his men in black. Maybe they just thought he wasn't very good at being a men in black in Maybe the end. because he told Brenda or whatever. Yeah, I think was. he wasn't being very, like, secretive. I think if you <laughs> want to be a, a men in black guy, yeah, you can't tell anyone You can't anything. tell your wife. Like, we'd be so bad at it. Like, imagine working for the CIA or the NSA or the fucking mm. men in black. <laughs> ACO. And now I'm just Shields. saying things. And, like. Going home and not being able to tell your partner or anything what you've been doing. You'd have to make up the best stories. That's what's so weird to me because you couldn't just be like, not much happened today, doll. Like, where's the Rissoles? You'd have yeah. to actually. Yeah, I love Rissoles. Mm, me too. I feel like making them tonight. Yeah. You have have you to got just... a recipe? I've got a good recipe. Yeah, I got a good one for salmon ones. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, you'd have to come up with fucking stories. Like yes. I, tell, I tell the most inane stories to like my family and stuff yeah. about work and you'd have to come up with that all the well, time. You'd just have to go, oh, so-and-so in the lunchroom. And make it about personalities and not about yeah. actual work. That's what, yeah, like omit the 
the key yes. elements of in the lunchroom with the aliens. Yeah. And you're there with like your and arms. Bob is actually an alien. <laughs> your arms being like cut off. You're just like, <laughs> yes. But like I've watched so many things where I don't know if you or anyone listening watched Jack Ryan. Mm-mm. I always want to say Jack Reacher, different thing. It was John Krasinski. It's like the Tom Clancy novels. Oh, it's yeah. on the Amazon streaming thing. And he's obviously, I think he's in the CIA analyst. and But then he gets kind of elevated into more of a, like, agent role. And then mm. he's like, Abby Cornish is in it. And he's kind of, like, meets her. And when he, like, is chatting to her, a helicopter comes and, like, yeah. picks him up and, like, takes him away. Like, Whoa. imagine trying to explain that away. Yeah. It's like you can't explain. <laughs> it's like if you disappeared for, like, two months because the aliens took you up into space yeah. or, like, you went into yeah, the portal like, to Mars. What, why weren't Greg's family concerned <laughs> that as a 14-year-old he was, he was off on missions all the time? To like, oh. It's weird. But I anyway. Look, I definitely buy into aliens and I love it all, but I don't know if I believe Greg. Okay, I don't really believe Greg, but what do you think about generally the aliens at Pine Gap? Well, all those fucking stories about discs and bathtubs and the door and the yeah. beams of light, totally. And I totally think humans would be making spaceships. Oh, yeah, totally. And I just think when you have multiple accounts. Yes, yeah. And, I mean, I suppose it's hard to say this because then people could be copying previous yeah. accounts or, like, going, okay, I'll make this sound believable because I'll pick, I'll up, pick up on up this those camouflage door yeah. shit. But I also then think it's like with the – Tazzy yes, tiger, tiger and with the Lithgow Panther, like mm. all the Yowies, when there's all these reports and there are common yes. denominators yeah. to them, you start going, well, now I'm maybe like believing like, this Why shit. would that many people just be attention seeking? I just yeah. can't understand being bored enough to like go to the police. Even the hitchhiking girl in the ghost story that I told. Yeah. Like hundreds of people have reported yeah. to the police. Yeah. That they've picked up a woman and then she's disappeared from their car. Yeah. Why would you bother? I just can't imagine. And remember those two women that I quoted? Like, they were just normal. Why would they go to the paper and talk about that? Exactly. a woman suddenly. They didn't pick her up, but they saw her disappear from the road. Yeah. Why would they both do that? Why would you bother? And And then put their name in the paper and, like, people know them. Yeah, and it's also then if you go to police and stuff, it's like you're getting yourself into hot water. Yeah, you're going to the law. I just think. Yeah. It's like not just a tall tale that you tell. Yeah. If you've then gone to the police and reported it. Yes, like exactly. That elevates it slightly. Um, I don't a hundred percent believe in the like portal to Mars or portal the time to Mars, travel. No, alternate dimensions. Yes. Okay. Only because of sliders. Okay. <laughs> That's the only reason. <laughs> I believe that it can happen because of sliders. I mean, I think that the most. I mean, it's the actual truth of what's going on there is all of the espionage. Yeah. Um. But I, I mean, I do think the espionage, obviously, that's a given. Mm. I just think that's obviously happening. Well, that's fine on everyone. Do, and everyone's doing it. Yeah. Everyone's doing and it, And it's guys. a perfect place to do it. Yeah. You know, clear skies. Yeah. Great geographical location. Yeah, all that for shit. Those, they can't go to Russia and fucking do it. No. So they'll just come here yeah. and spy on Russia. Exactly. Yeah. But I also always think, and the same with Area 51 and all these, like, desert-located military yeah. spots, you're in a perfect spot to do some Weird yeah, shit. Look at the so Japanese do the weird shit. fucking cattle farm. Yeah. Testing, what's it called? Uh, sarin gas. Sarin gas, yeah. Well, it's, yeah, like that's what I, I just think there's some fishy shit going oh, on. Probably to do with percent. aliens. Yes. Percent. Yeah, I definitely believe aliens. Don't believe Greg. But believe aliens. 
but I believe there's some alien shit going on there. That was wild. (laughs) And now I know why my brother was like, do that. But also he said to me last year that there was a show coming on Netflix about it. Well, there is a show I think that already exists called Pine Gap, an Aussie show, and it's more about obviously the espionage stuff, not the aliens. (laughs) Not like Greg. Um, I, I read a brief about it. And then I forgot what it said. But I want to watch it now. Yeah. Um, fucking wild, man. Yeah. What is going on out there? I don't know. Did you know about Pine Gap before you went on your trip? No. So I reckon if I knew about it, yeah. I would have driven up you to the sign. You would have a percent done Yeah. That. But I get too scared to do anything like that. Like I wouldn't have gone beyond you the sign. You wouldn't have jumped over the fence. No. Wouldn't I wouldn't have driven the down the road. Camouflage door. No. Uh-uh. And I wonder if there's like restricted area in the airspace and well, I don't think there is because there's a lot of satellite photos of the yeah. area. So I have a feeling that's why everything's under the ground. Yeah, I have a feeling it's they're sort restricted. of like it's fine to look. We we we've got the satellite this is shit going all on. Legit guys. Yeah, and then, then underground, underground there's aliens. There's yeah. the eighteen ninety three guy. Yeah, there's aliens. There's Captain Greg. America. There's sliders. Yeah, <laughs> um, both the Men mini burgers and <laughs> the TV Greg. shows. <laughs> there's Greg. Greg's there, <laughs> Captain America and the Winter Soldier and Benedict Cumberbatch as Julian just, Assange. <laughs> just stuck back on. There's Greg. <laughs> There's Greg. There's this guy. Edward Snowden. Just this Aussie guy. Just Edward Greg. Snowden's down there. Park. The Lithgow Panthers Lithgow, in there. Tassie Tigers. <laughs> They've got Yawning. like 10 Tassie Tigers in a cage. <laughs> Everyone's down there. I want to go. Let's. Can you just let us in, Pine Gap? I know you're listening. Yeah, you're definitely listening. You're to all 100% this. We're going to leave this room and there's going to be two men in suits with their <laughs> yeah. arms crossed waiting for us. If we go missing in the next week, you know yeah. why. Speaking of men watching us, mm-hmm. what? I, I did start this little zesty mystery. Oh, yeah. Talking about the guy downstairs. Yes. And then I never resolved it. Oh my God. Yes. We're going to resolve it. And someone in the group was like, what happened there? And I'm like, well, no, someone in the group, our Facebook group, all the mystery hour podcast on Facebook. Um, someone said he's probably security. And then I'm like, yeah, well, okay. So I actually went and asked him Yeah, because I was like, I'm within my rights as a woman working here to ask the man that's sitting in the car downstairs what the fuck he's doing. So I was coming back from lunch and there was a bit of a weird interaction happening with like this woman in a big black car and she was leaving and he was out of his car. And so I said, what's your job? And then he said, "Um, what's my job? Like, you know how when people don't want to answer something, they repeat the question? Uh And then he goes, my job's strange. Then what did he say? Oh, I was looking for something. And I think I I found it. I think I found it. I was like, what the hell? And I came like racing upstairs. Then we made our office manager ask the building manager, who's this like kind of friendly old man that hangs around, like fixing doors and stuff. (laughs) She said, some of the girls in the office are concerned, like who's the man downstairs? And he said, security for level. And she goes, security for who? And he's like level two. two. So the level above us, which is some company. Yeah. But it's still sus. But then we Googled the company and we were like, this company seems a bit sus. Yes, the company, the website looks a bit too schmick. Yeah. Like a little bit too produced. Yeah. So I'm still sus even though apparently it's just security. Yeah, me too. It's still weird. Maybe he's involved in... Pine Gap. Pine Gap and all of the mystery hour and he knows that we've been covering mysteries so the government sent him... Because they were like, they were too close to home on Harold Holt. Yeah. You need to watch these girls. Yeah. Because they're fucking on the ball. They're on the ball. They know Greg's there. 
they know Greg <laughs> is under the ground. Over. <laughs> I've had too much chocolate. Oh my god. Okay. On that note, we're gonna go, guys. Um, bye. Bye.